Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. And we're so excited about this episode because we get to talk about one of the things that we both love doing, and that is meditation. And we'd love to share with you why we meditate, what got us started, and all the benefits you get from meditating. So sit back and relax and give yourself some me time and stay with us for this episode of Inspirational Living Podcast. Well, good evening. Um, Before we get into tonight's show, Marianne, I just wanted to mention that I, like many, many, many people around the world, spent my Saturday glued to the television watching the royal wedding. And it's been the subject of conversation all week at school, in the shops, in the malls, everywhere you go. So I think we would just like to congratulate Prince Harry and Meghan Markle on their marriage. Yes, for sure. A big congratulations to them celebrating their love. And it's nice to watch the whole thing, Ryan. I just got to watch some clips from it later on. And I think everybody deserves that kind of happiness that they share. They both looked so happy and in love, and it was just beautiful. It was. It was a beautiful ceremony, and we do wish them mm-hmm. a world of happiness for their future. I uh, I actually was excited to see the wedding cake at the reception, but I haven't seen any photos of it yet. But evidently it was designed as part of an art installation piece. Oh, yeah, I saw a photo of it as I was watching something else on YouTube, Ryan. Did, did you get to see it yet? No, no, I haven't seen it yet, but um, hopefully I'll go check my Instagram and see. (laughs) Well, (laughs) getting back into tonight's show, we wanted to address the topic on meditation, especially for those who are new to meditation and for those who may be pondering the idea of taking up um, meditation and making it part of their routine. So tonight we're going to discuss its benefits and some techniques that you can use and also share a few stories of experiences that uh, others have had with adopting a meditation routine into their daily lives. And I think it's safe to say we have both found it to be a huge part of our lives, and so we want to share that with our listeners um, and just share a little bit about how we started with meditation in our lives. So, Marianne, would you like to go ahead and start us off with uh, your personal story on how uh, meditation became a part of your life? Mm, right, Ryan, sure, thanks. I'd love to start by, by sharing how, how it became part of my life. And um, I think as a young kid, I was always kind of a, a dreamer and drifting off into my own vivid imagination and being happy in my own company. And then, you know, you grow up and you get all kinds of experiences and some of your traits go in the background and others emerge and so on. But in my 20s, I slowly started this this uh, conscious soul-searching, and I also got to know about meditation. And I read about Edgar Cayce and his trance-like session. I read about people in India getting into meditative or altered state. And I read about monks in Tibet and their meditation practices. And I noticed something about them all, and it was the calmness that they were all seemed to, to exude. And I thought they looked like they were holding many truths and secrets about life, really. 
So I was really fascinated and, and like meditation was a, a gateway to learning about the many truths of our existence. You know, big and small truths and, and I thought they looked like they had all mental calm and, and peace. I would have moments in nature where I felt this connection and I, I could notice details and sensations of the landscape and would try to kind of hold it in my mind's eye and feel the, the what, whatever I was watching or looking at. And maybe that was my first go at, at meditating on my own. But I reached my 20s and I got on this course with a lady in the same town I now again live in and she was guiding us through a number of intense meditations I was doing some yoga classes as well at the time and enjoyed the mindfulness of that, noticing the sensations and the images that popped up. And at that time, I had already started my research into all things metaphysical, developing your extrasensorial senses and ancient techniques and so on. And I would start reading up about symbols that came up in meditation. And I noticed that they're sometimes very similar to dream symbols, actually. But, um, I, you know, Ryan, I got some answers to deeper questions that this lady guided us through. Um, and I just thought it was the opening of a whole new world inside of me and about me and about events and about people in my life and the universe. You know, it was just like there was lots to explore. So, so that, was, that was how I got into meditating, Ryan. How about you? Was, was there a specific incident in your life that got you into or interested in meditation? Yeah, well, you know, sorry, my dog is barking in the background. Um, but when I was about 11, <laughs> I was in junior high, and my mom, who had been studying meditation and Kriya Yoga for a while, she asked me if I wanted to give meditation a try. And I must have been asking her at the time, you know, what was it that she was doing? And, and so she offered to show me. And I agreed, so we kind of just sat there, and we sat down in front of this little altar that she had created, and she told me to take some deep breaths in and focus on the flame of the candle that was on the altar. And I sat there breathing in and out to the count of four. I would breathe into the count of four, hold to a count of four, and exhale to a count of four at her instruction, and all whilst watching this flame. And I remember it being extremely hard for me at that time to control my breath, but I also remember really enjoying focusing on the flame, and I felt this strange quietness and connection to it. Um, mm -hmm. And so that was my first experience with meditating. And then throughout my teens, I would go to, to my mom to silent retreats, and we would meditate there and do yoga and a bit of community service as well, and we would meditate at church that we attended every Sunday in Pacific Palisades. And, and when I moved out on my own, I continued to meditate using various methods, such as um, there were group meditations that I attended, or I attended some group mantra meditations in San Francisco. Um, and that was actually, Marianne, the most profound experience that I've had. Um, the, mm -hmm. the conference hall that I went to must have been filled with hundreds or, or even thousands of people at the time, and we were all wow. chanting a mantra together. And the energy in the room, it was really unexplainable. It was really one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. So that's the, the short version on how meditation became a part of my life. But um, Marianne, do you want to go ahead and discuss 
some of the benefits of meditating. Yeah, Ryan, but let me just say, I mean, that must have been awesome, Ryan, feeling that energy of thousands of people with, you know, with the same intention. And imagine the, the energy output that must uh, cause. You know, I, I've attended one such mass meditation once online with the um, the Indian guru, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, um, who was behind the Art of Living concept. Uh, I know we've, we've talked about this um, before, Ryan, you and I. And, yeah. and you know, even though... Um, even though we were not all in the same room because it was all it was an online event, but just feeling part of something like that, where you know that everyone has good intentions or the same intentions and good wishes for Earth and every being on it, it it's quite an experience, uh, kind of a goosebump experience, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about the benefits of meditation. Uh, meditating has so many benefits. And no side effects. You can gain uh, inner calm and you can get a lot of insight into things, um, inspiration. And I kind of see meditation as an investment in yourself. And there are so many things about the way many people live that are actually out of sync with and in contradiction to their true nature. And, you know, there are so many systems and rules and regulations and ways that we're told to act instead of listening to our hearts. And this is what you do when you meditate. You, you connect with your heart and your soul. And, um, you know, we can all make mistakes. Um, uh, but, you know, if instead we listen to our hearts instead of having all these external rules around us that may be, you know, just stressful. Um, I I have a story. Um, I, well, let me first say that with meditation, we learn to see the higher good in ourselves, and and we can learn to believe in our own good nature and in, in our own heart. And that's a, a great benefit that we go within and we learn about ourselves. And to that effect, I have a story, Ryan, that I'd love to share. It's about an African tribe who um, deal with offenders. Um, in a very special way, that I really love this way. Um, so it's it's the Babemba tribe in uh, southern Africa. It's uh, they live in in Zambia and the Congo. And I've read on the internet that uh, in in that tribe, when a person acts irresponsibly or unjustly, he is placed in the center of the village, just all alone, and he's just standing there, and everybody's crowning around him. And um, everybody stops working, and every man, woman, and child in the village, they gather in a large circle around him or her. And uh, But then each person in the tribe speaks to the accused one, and they speak one at a time. And they tell the person, they remember good things that the person did, and they um, tell that to the person. So they remind him of all the good things that they have had experiences with him, every incident, every experience um, is told him and all his positive attributes and his good deeds and all the kindnesses he has extended to other people. And and this is a ceremony that goes on for several days sometimes. So this person stands there in the middle and is just told all these nice things about himself. himself. And, and at the end, the tribal circle is broken and they all have a celebration and that person is like symbolically and literally welcomed back into the tribe. And I just love this story because it just helps 
you know, it just tells that we all have to remember our good uh, deeds and, and that we're basically good inside. And for whatever reason happens, we can all do something that is not so good, but the core of us is still there. And this is the core that we can connect with when we meditate also to remind ourselves. Um, and when you meditate, you elevate your own vibration. You you go in and you find what is inside you. So, you know, it, it's like a spring cleaning session. You, you clear out and you do declutter whatever is there and um, you can take it at a pace that you feel fine with. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to, to share that story, Ryan. Oh, thank you, Marianne. That's exciting, and and, um, and we appreciate uh, sharing that story and, and your connection with it. Um, before we continue, Marianne, let's go ahead and thank our listeners for joining us, and we'd like to just say that we are extremely excited that we have reached so many of you across the globe, and we would like to invite you to join our Facebook page at Inspirational Living, where you can ask us questions and have discussions about our topics. So please go ahead and pop over to uh, our page on Facebook and also on Instagram. So let's get into talking about the different techniques that you can use for meditation. There are really so many different ways to meditate, and I think Really, we could do a whole show, honestly, on each one of these ways, Marianne. But to to kind of sum it up for those who are beginners, I would say the most popular methods um, for meditating are guided meditations, where you lie down or sit and you listen to the voice of someone, such as an instructor, as they guide you into a state of relaxation and into a meditative state. You may also be guided uh, using imagery or sound or different affirmations. And it's really become a very popular way to meditate nowadays. Um, But there are other ways to meditate as well, such as unassisted uh, ways without using an audio um, as a guide. There is a mindfulness meditation or uh, Qigong, a form of Chinese meditation, Vipassana meditation, which is a form of Buddhist meditation. There's walking meditation, and I know I've mentioned this in a previous episode. There's a Christian meditation in the form of contemplative prayer or focusing on scripture. And there's different yoga meditations, such as um, focusing on the third eye or gazing, like I did with the candle. There's a Kriya yoga or kundalini Uh, mantra meditations, um, which I also mentioned uh, that I did in my youth. Um, And I still do do enjoy doing that. um, But honestly, I tend to mix up my uh, meditation practices, and I I do that based on my mood. And I I compare it to, like, going into a Baskin-Robbins. I don't always like to get the same ice cream flavor, so (laughs) I think uh, (laughs) I do the same with my meditations. I don't always like to meditate in the same way. I do it based on... On my feeling at that moment. Um, There's also transcendental meditation, which I have not tried, but from what I have read, it also uses mantras as well. Um, I mean, really, what I'm trying to say here is that the list goes on and on and on. There are so many various different ways. Um, And I think it's important to note that meditation doesn't limit itself to one culture or religious background. 
Um, it can be performed by those of various cultures and beliefs. And essentially, I think it is a way for us to connect to our source and to turn in and within and to contemplate. Mm, so, Marianne, would you like to... Would, mm-hmm. would you like to go ahead and um, talk a little bit about the duration of meditation yeah, practices sure. and how well, I, people would want to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, I just wanted to say that you made a really good point there, Ryan. I think um, that connecting with source is something that is common for all of us, no matter how we look on the outside and no matter where we live on earth. You know, we're all able to connect within and, and beyond, connect to our source, like you said. So very nice. Um, so let's talk about the duration of meditations. There are no rules on how long a meditation should be in order to be, be beneficial, uh, depending on what you want to achieve, of course. If you if you want to go through each chakra and clear them, it will take longer. Or if you want to go deep into a specific question or issue you are currently handling, uh, you can do that and take well, however long it takes, half an hour or one hour. But sometimes taking just two minutes to close your eyes and focus on your breathing and your connection to the universe and to earth is, uh, or to the ground is enough to get you calm and grounded, especially if you're in the middle of a stressful situation and two minutes is all you have right now. So take those two minutes and just close your eyes and, and connect and breathe. Um, and, you know, sometimes you feel like spending an hour sitting there talking to your imagination, making contact with your inner voice. Um, There's this um, Zen proverb, which I love, and it goes, you should sit in meditation for 20 minutes a day, unless you're too busy, then you should sit for an hour. And, you know, I love (laughs) that. I like that. It it wraps up, you know, the benefits and the duration, the purpose of meditation so nicely. If you're extremely busy, taking time out to meditate will actually give you more time and energy to do what you have to do, because some things will just fall away and some things will become obsolete and unimportant for you to do. And you will get inspiration to do things in a more efficient way, in, in a less stressful way. And like I said before, so meditation, I see it as an investment in yourself. You get an idea of which things you can let go of in your life. So it's kind of a help to declutter your life, uh, which we've also talked about, Ryan, in, in previous episodes, decluttering your life materially, mentally, and in regards to relations and, and friendships as well. So meditation is good, is well good for, for all of this. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, uh, you know, Marianne, I wanted to mention that for those people who are looking for, um, who are just starting out with meditation and meditating, there is a really great app that I use on my phone, um, and you can download it. It's called Insp- uh, Insight Timer. And the Insight Timer Mm -hmm. app has loads of guided meditations. I think I've mentioned it before on the show, but it has um, guided meditations, chat rooms you can go into um, based on your interests and kind of chat with other people who are, you know, maybe experiencing the same things through meditation as you or if you just want support. So it's just getting together with like-minded community. Um, It's a really, uh, I love the app. I, I listen to it all the time. Um, but there's mm-hmm. also a, a fantastic website that I found called the guidedmeditationsite.com. And this website also has uh, guided meditations. It has different downloads that you can do, um, meditations for chakras or um, for healing, sleep meditations. 
it also has different music downloads that you can um, can explore. And and there's That's also great. a section for articles. Yeah, different articles that can help mm-hmm. you if you you know if you want to explore more about the benefits of meditation. Um, but the one section that I did find that I thought was really kind of cool is that there's a section where people have posted their own personal stories with meditation. And so tonight I just wanted to share one of those stories that I found. And it's actually the story of the man who started this website, the guidedmeditationsite.com. And his name is Christopher Lloyd Clark, and he's in Australia. And his meditation story, I think it kind of it will relate to a lot of people. Um, so I, I do find him very uh, relatable in this sense. So go ahead and listen to this as I read his story about his journey with meditation. So Christopher writes, Learning how to meditate was probably the single most important and life-changing thing I've ever done. I started meditating in 1995 after my mother invited me to do an eight-week meditation course with her. I wasn't coping at all well with the life at the time. I'd recently broken up with a girlfriend. I was failing some of my subjects at university. My health was average at best, and I was very depressed. I was reluctant to go to meditation classes at first, mainly because I was too depressed and too stressed to find the energy for them. I didn't really expect to get much out of meditation, and I loathed the idea of having to find 20 minutes to meditate, twice a day, no less. To my surprise, I was actually quite diligent in my meditation practice, and it paid off. After three weeks, something clicked. I don't know exactly what happened, but after, but all of a sudden, I realized that I had discovered something really important to me. Meditation was filling a gap in my life that nothing else had been able to satisfy. I began to relish my meditation sessions, and my experience of meditation rapid, rapidly de- deepened. I became calmer and more focused, and somehow my whole life seemed to make more sense. Over time, meditation awakened me to the spiritual nature of my being, a side of myself that had been clouded from view until that time. I was so excited about this new discovery that I threw myself into study, metaphysics, spirituality, psychology, theology. I totally absorbed myself in learning everything I could about the nature of my mind my soul, and my relationship to the universe as a whole. So this is just a bit of his story um, about how he started to meditate. But I, I absolutely love the way that he's put it, that meditation really filled a gap in his life. And I think mm. if anybody out there has had this experience of medi- just sitting with themselves for a moment in silence, um, I think you do start to realize that you start to feel like you're you belong somewhere. It's really a really beautiful sense of belonging when you start to meditate. So, I just wanted to share Absolutely that with you right. all. Beautiful story, Ryan. I especially like the the part also where he said it it, it filled it filled the gap. 
and also that yeah. it expands so much more. It's like you, you, uh, it fills a gap, but it also opens so many doors that you, you didn't know existed before. And like he was getting into reading all sorts of things and doing research on his, of his own and his connection right. to the, the world and his place in the world also, which is also one of the really great benefits. And you can feel that you actually belong here and you have, you have a purpose. You are here for a reason. And that meditation can really help with that because it, it really expands. So beautiful story, Ryan. Um, yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, if you um, wanted, if, if anybody mm-hmm. wants to read more stories, just uh, pop on over to his site. It's the guidedmeditationsite.com. Mm-hmm. So, well, Marianne, I think we're nearly out of time tonight, but uh, I just wanted to once again mention that you've been listening to Inspirational Living Podcast with Ryan Cassidy and Marianne Johansson. And we would love to hear from you and to hear your stories about meditation. So please go ahead and pop us a message. Uh, comment or review on YouTube, iTunes, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. We'd like, love to hear from you. And uh, we would like to thank you all for staying with us tonight. And we'll leave you with a roomy quote. The inspiration you seek is already within you. So good night, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Good night, everyone.